You complete me. You had me at hello. You have bewitched me, body and soul. Look at you, you're downright flush. Yes, that is what happens. When one is angry. When one burns for someone who does not feel the same. We're gonna have to work at this every day, but I wanna do that because I want you. What do you want? Hi friends, welcome to PodCute. We're back. It's been a while. The last time we talked to you, J-Lo is still together with A-Rod, I think. Ah, yeah! <laughs> Oh my now. god. Talk about romance. Like, that's like it's on Ben Affleck and J-Lo. Oh my yes. god, yeah. Please. It's a mood. Um, Do you think it's fake? Do you think it's fake? No, like I publicity? Think so. No. I think she is just that way. Yeah. Yeah. Like she did the Mark Anthony thing twice. Like that's she fair. likes to cycle back. I think she's just someone who likes being with someone all the time which mm. like whatever yeah. and I think maybe maybe they just like started hanging out and they weren't really thinking it was going to be something and then it became something along the way because honestly they are so hot together like I I, I can't like they she are- made him hot again oh yes 100 she made um, him hot again. like <laughs> he still has that horrible back tattoo yes um maybe she can use something from her new skincare line to get rid of that thing, even though it takes up 800% of his back. I would really love for it to be God. I think they're like one of the first celeb couples that I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Them and Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. I was obsessed with her when I was younger. I like loved her. I got her album for Christmas. I would like cut out pictures of her in magazines and make like a little fashion booklet of all her, which I still have, by the way. It's oh my God. In my basement. It's amazing. So I was like obsessed. I like, I, you, I don't know if I've told you guys, but I'm like, a, I used to be obsessed with like tabloid magazines. Cause back then that's how I got like my celebrity so was gossip. I. So yeah. Sam, I still have like issues of us weekly and people magazine and in touch and all my 17s and Cosmo girls and teen people, they are all downstairs in my basement. My parents hate me for it. So I, I still have all these magazines <laughs> with them on the cover speculating if they're going to break up. They are Jennifer. all down there. Yes, I need to re re uh, they need to re make a make us make a uh, appearance again. So I'm excited for this relationship. <laughs> I'm so happy to find out that you kept all those things because I keep a lot of magazines and like Jeff is convinced that I'm a hoarder and he's like get rid of your magazines and I'm like but like I'm very attached to some of these covers. Um, Sam, I will encourage you to keep them because I have Vogue magazines from like way back. I have like in style cosmopolitan magazines that I used to subscribe to that my parents did not know about that I would take to school and we'd all be reading. Oh, old Cosmos. Old Cosmos are so much better. I tell you guys, oh, so so much better. Like there's no comparison to the articles and the celebrities on the cover. I have... I have the Vogue magazine cover that they featured in that movie, the September issue, where they talk about how they make the September, the Mm. September issue of Vogue. So I have that one and it's like in good shape. And apparently they're selling for like a lot on like eBay or like eBay and like um, Amazon. I also have that Vanity Fair cover that everyone talks about that has all the celebrity like teenage stars of the 2000s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So listen, when that somewhere too. it's it's such a great cover. And I like, I always like take it out whenever I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, like all these people are still either famous or in the industry in some way. It's so great. 
but um but yeah so I'm again I'm a magazine hoarder my parents literally like every time they they are in the basement they're like what are these for what are you gonna do with these I'm like I, I'm like just leave them just just leave them and don't ask me You're about like, them again when you get married you'll be like this is my dowry I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this to my what, future husband this is what you get with me what do they call it like okay. your trousseau or whatever you bring to the wedding yes <laughs> Yes. This is what I have to offer. It's going to be an Us Weekly cover of Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, Angelina Jolie after they got divorced. That's going to be what I bring to my to my marriage. <laughs> All those magazines. That's hilarious. That would be amazing. Um, okay, yeah. So it's been a while, but mm-hmm. we're back. And we are doing Rush's book for this go-around for our little uh, reading club, book club. I'm... I, can I speak English right now? No, <laughs> whatever. I'm going with it <laughs> for our bookshare. I don't know. Um, and it's called porn star. I think we say porn star, even though there's the little asterisks. I know. It's um, and it's by Laurelyn page and Sierra Simone. I'm assuming that's how you say her name. And yeah, Russia, why don't you, Oh no, wait, we're going to start with books that we read <laughs> recently. Yes. Yes, we've forgotten the trajectory of our own podcast. We've forgotten. That's how, like, how long we haven't done this. So, yeah. So, first. Yes, you go first. What have you read recently that you would recommend? Because I have it right next to me. It's the book about the real housewives. Oh, my gosh. So good. When I tell you guys, if you want to, if, if I, if reading trashy romance novels is like my first guilty pleasure, watching the real housewives is like literally either my second or right up there with it. Mm-hmm. I have recently started getting into watching a, a lot of them. I used to only watch the New Jersey one. I don't know why I just ended up watching that one. I was obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. And last year during quarantine, I started New York, loved it. I started Potomac, loved it, which is such an underrated one that a lot of people do not watch. And I, I really need them to, cause it's so good. Um, and I started watching Salt Lake city cause it was the new one that came on and this book kind of like, there's like a lot of like, um, spoilers about like the other seasons, like Beverly Hills and OC, mm-hmm. which I don't watch, but they're all like things that you've seen. Like you guys know, like the cat meme of like the woman yelling at the cat. Yes. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So um, good. It's one of my favorite memes. So good. Me too. <laughs> just the so. look on the cat's face the will cat's never fail. It's just like, I don't give a fuck. That's like the look on the cat's face to <laughs> oh me is God, like, you so know, good. like angry, but I don't give a fuck. So I, this book is so good. It goes in depth on like how they pick the cities, like who gets cast as who. So interesting. Like, it's so good. And to me, like, I love all of that. And I hate calling it a guilty pleasure because I feel like anytime something women like it's seen as a guilty pleasure I'm not guilty about watching these shows I really don't care um so I've been reading that I also have been I like started rereading porn star because even though I read it I kind of like um wanted to read it again just to mm-hmm. see like how it was um I went to New York I just got back a week ago and I'm like still wishing I could like not have come back I wish I stayed there um but when I was there I bought this book called things I didn't know about New York City and I took it with me to Central Park when I went with my friend and I kind of like read it just like a tiny bit and it was it was just like the best day I also bought this book called my year of rest and relaxation which I have heard is really good but I have never read it um I feel like everyone has seen the cover it's kind of like a, a cover of a woman like kind of like in the 1820s Elizabeth Bennett kind of photo just like sitting down um and I'm trying to think if I've read 
yeah, that's about it. The Housewives book is like the one that I've read the most. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also trying to see obviously random books on my Kindle. I still have to finish George. I still have to finish um, the third book in this. In this oh book. My God. <laughs> I can't. Our I dark can't. mafia series. The dark mafia series. I can't finish it. Every time I get into it, I like I oh I start God. I start something else. But oh. yeah, that's about it. I've tried, you guys. I still have not gotten too far into book four of the Bridgerton series, even though I really, really want to. I just like I pick it up and I read it, and I'm like, uh, and I put it down. I pick Which it up one's four? Colin. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, which I know yeah. that's like a big one to read. I get that, but I just I have just really just it. skip to Francesca. Is she, <laughs> is she book five? No, okay. I think she's oh. six. Who's book five? Isn't Eloise five? Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. I, I, Eloise I mixed them up. I don't yeah, know. I think so. Eloise is five. I think she is. I mixed them up. Yeah, I she's think, five. Because I think I read them out of order when I was reading them. Yeah the it's- the the last three you can basically read out of order I think okay they I basically happen at the same time I think yeah I remember that's what you guys told me you guys told me that they basically like they take place yeah. like around the same time so yeah that's like a that's been about it that's a, I, I feel like I've read a lot but I haven't read much so <laughs> yeah Sam what about you I am in a reading rut I'm like having difficulty finishing anything Mm-hmm. Um, so I am about halfway through Sex and Vanity by Kevin Kwan. Oh, yes. His first book after Crazy, Crazy, Rich-, Crazy Rich Asians yes. trilogy. Mm-hmm. And I like I bought Crazy Rich Asians when it came out like the second day and like mm-hmm. finished it in a day. Like I loved mm-hmm. it. And I remember just thinking it was so good. And I cannot get into this one, which oh, is really no, disappointing because okay. like it starts setting Capri, which I love. Yep. Like it's an Italian wedding. Um, and I thought, like, I went into it expecting that I would, like, just love it, and it just, it feels very similar to Crazy Rich Asians, but with, but, like, somehow less charming. Okay. Um, So far, I find the main character really unlikable, and not in, like, not in, like, a way that it's intentional and it's part of her character. I just find her irritating. Okay. Um, so that one's been disappointing. Um, what else have I read? Sam, I have that book too. And I kind of have read like the first chapter, like kind of like the intro. Um, And I I love, I love his writing and I love like the the Crazy Rich Asian series to me is so good. And I know a lot, it's, this is an unpopular opinion, but I feel like they get better. Like the second book is probably my favorite because you hear more about her background. And then the third with like all the drama that happens. So I'm kind of disappointed that this one is disappointing, but I'm going to, I'm going to like still read it and see like what it's, what it's like for sure. Yeah, I'm going to try yeah. to finish it because I'm a completist. It's very difficult mm-hmm. for me to not finish a book, even if I mm-hmm. don't like it. Like, the only book I've never finished and never been able to finish is Anna Karenina. Same. Yeah. I just can't do it. I think I've gone 75% of the way through and just been like, I can't read this book. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame um, you. <laughs> so I've been trying to read Sex and Vanity for, like, a month. Yeah. Um, I kind of, I think, burned myself out on historical romances. So I've given up on that for a while. You've yeah. read like 250 I read like books. 200, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, I cannot read another one of these. Oh I probably won't read another one until the next oh, season of Bridgerton comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I probably won't read another one until um, 
Oh, Dunbar's oh. third book comes yeah, out. Yeah, Portrait September. of a Scotsman. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that one I'm excited for. I did reread. I did reread. Um, fuck, what's the first one? Um, du- not a rogue of one's own. But- the Duke. Never something. The Duke. <laughs> Bringing down the Duke. Bringing down the Duke. I did reread that because I really like it. But otherwise, I've been in a rut. I need something. I have like a ton of books. So Georgia okay. sent me a book, which was, which I sent you both books. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was so was nice. As um, I'm like sitting here thinking, what do I get Georgia for her birthday? I get a fucking package from her. Like what? <laughs> so the first my time- my favorite thing to do is send books and send flowers. It's like so, my life. Me too. Well, I've always done flowers, but Georgia's the first person to like randomly unannounced send me books. Just send because. you a book. Yeah. And she sent me Tessa Dare's books like probably six months ago. And yeah. I was like, this is the best idea ever. So now like I know we randomly send each other books from time to time, which I love. Yeah. Oh my God. Georgia, so maybe I'll do that for you. I have to think of a book that I I just think it's read. like, I don't know. There's something so nice about it. Cause I do it, I do it like to random people. Like I sent my friend mm-hmm. Jackson a book. He was having a tough time. I sent him a book about like <laughs> politics and sports which like oh interesting yeah Yeah. I've done it to like a few other people I just think it's a nice like random gift I'm not great at writing letters and I feel like that's really kind of old school but I like just sending people books and then I don't know there's something fun about picking a book for someone and then also just knowing that you're giving someone I don't know just like a relaxing escape yeah Yeah, so I always that's my favorite thing to do no, it was like one of the best things anyone's just randomly sent me. Like, I love it. Like it's, yeah. I'm, I'm like, why didn't I think of this? So. I know. No, that and is it's so idea. easy because you just, whatever, get onto Barnes and Noble yeah. or chapters or whatever. And it's. And I did actually, it's funny that you say that because usually I don't send books or I have it in a while, but I just sent my friend who also watches the housewives and we're always talking about them. I sent her um, for her birthday. I got her like cookies from this like bakery in New York that I like wanted to go to but I didn't milk bar and then I sent her um the housewives book and I was like so excited to send it to her I'm like I'm like I can't wait for you to read it so no it is fun it's fun when it's about something that you know that they're gonna Mm -hmm. like or like the genre like you sending me those two books I'm like hell yeah I'm gonna like those because it's stuff that we Mm -hmm. read anyway so it's like it's so great it's such a great idea I sent her the hating game also Sam (laughs) because she hasn't read it no I have not read it yeah, yeah, I have really excited it. for the movie. Me too. Yes, the movie that you told me is happening. Yeah, yeah, I am excited I have to read it first. Yeah, um, I've read some really weird stuff recently. <laughs> I read than porn star. Yeah, I read like one of the worst books I've ever read, <laughs> and I finished it. Did you tweet about this? Yep. So I won't go okay, in depth it? on it. I think it's called Mister Garcia. It's part of a okay. series. It's by this lady named T.L. Swan. Okay. Um, <laughs> just like, <laughs> I, I can't even go into it. There's a great review by Mel, this girl on Goodreads, who just like, oh my God. Anyway, it was so bad. Is that the review that you sent us? No, no, no. No, no, no. I, no. Okay. No, I'll send this one because it's, Truly, it's just one of the worst books I've ever read. Like, that's what's, what's like the plot. So this guy, 
I don't even know how to explain it. So, oh my God. so she, so she's 25, I think. Okay. Her husband cheated on her. She left America to go to, I'm going to start with by saying not great at summarizing. So you're going to get the full plot. <laughs> okay. That's totally fine. So uh, I'll try to do this fast. So she's uh, in England to become a lawyer. She's working at this coffee shop. One day she's walking down the street. She sees this guy give money to a homeless person. He later comes into the coffee shop and she makes him a coffee. And then he takes one sip and then like spits it out and like throws it out. Cause it's terrible. And she's like, okay, I'll never see him again. He's like super attractive sucks to suck. He keeps coming back and he keeps like ordering the coffee and whatever. And then meanwhile, she's trying to move out of student housing. Cause it sucks. So she gets a job at this place called club exotic, which is a bar, but also an Sex escort club? service essentially. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like high scale, like it's like a gentleman's club. Like, so it's all these kind of rich men pay. And then they just have like, everyone has NDAs basically. And she becomes an escape girl, which means that every night they or once a week, they like walk out on a catwalk and then people bid for them. But then the girl gets to choose. So this is where she tried to make it somewhat like, okay, the girl gets to choose how far she goes with the guy, even though he's just paid for her. <laughs> okay, whatever. But she also, they also get commissions. Anyway, she goes in her first night on the escape room. This dude from the coffee shop's there. So they like hook up or whatever. And then <laughs> later on, she finds out that he's like the dad of this guy that is in love with her while what? he also at the I'm just fast forwarding to the end. He becomes the prime minister of England. actual prime minister is a drug oh problem and goes to rehab and then escapes and then kills himself <laughs> i shouldn't be laughing but it's just so bad it's so bad what is and this called? it's called mr garcia it's so what? bad i need to find the other thing um i literally wrote on my review like i only finished this because i was so mad about how much time i'd put into actually reading it um that wasn't even oh, wait I found it <laughs> oh man it's oh, truly man. horrifying is this is this the cover hold on hold on <laughs> yeah yell yeah. swan okay yeah it was like oh it is a series you said like you yeah said. it's a series um sorry I just I need to find there was another thing and now I'm forgetting it from the plot but it was like truly horrifying Okay, if this is the right one, okay, it has 3,500 re- re- ratings on Goodreads and it has a 4.4. Okay. <laughs> no, it's so bad. That's bizarre. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's it, right? Yeah, that's crazy to me. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, no, and then there's stuff with but his ex wife. There's stuff with the ex-wife. They just like basically like have sex, fight. He calls her like mean things. She calls him mean things. They're toxic. They leave and then they get back together. And it's just like it literally happens about 65 times in the book. So if you want to hate read that, go for it because it's it's a wild ride. 
Um, so I read that. Yeah, this is so funny because I told you it has a 4.4, but I'm looking at the reviews and they're all like either one star, two star, or or did not finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that so rating. weird. Very confused by that rating. Yeah, there's, oh yeah, it was, it was rough. <laughs> it was so bad. Anyway, so, so I yeah. read that. Um, I did read someone updated like the Anne of Green Gables story into like a modern New York story. It's called Anne of Manhattan. Ooh. It was, it was cute. Like it's a good beach read. Um, I told Sam this though, cause I sent it to her cause we like love Anne of Green Gables, yeah. <laughs> like classic and, um, real weird reading and Shirley having sex didn't, <laughs> didn't need to hear about her giving blowjobs to Gilbert. That was a little rough, but, <laughs> but like it was fine. Um, and then lately I've been reading all of Abby Jimenez's books. Have you ever read them? Russia no. or Sam? They're on my to-read list, but I have not read them yet. So uh, they will murder your soul. They are like tearjerkers. <laughs> oh, I All love of te- them. Oh, man. Like tearjerkers. Um, the first book is The Friend Zone. It kind of has some issues with the plot that I agree with. Um, that might be an interesting one for us to read, actually, and discuss, because there is there's some interesting stuff in there that is worthy of critique. Um, the second one, I love the third one. I also love, but holy fuck you. If you feel like crying, like sobbing uncontrollably while reading, <laughs> read Which these one? books. I love, to, I love to read all of them. Um, I see all, like, all of them, all the of them, but one. especially the second and the third ones. Cause the first, there are a few. Yeah. There's some stuff that you can critique, which I won't go into cause it will spoil things, but Okay. Um, really, really good writing. Uh, and so, yeah, I definitely recommend those. So yeah, that's what I've been reading. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to try to, I see there's, um, there's life's too short, the friend zone and the happy ever after playlist, which apparently is being made into a movie. Yes. They are making the second one into a movie. Ooh. So the original, so what happened was she wrote the happy ever playlist happy ever after playlist first. And then the, um, the publisher or the agent was like, actually, you need to write the story that comes before this. So it's not like the, it's the same characters, but it's a different couple that is in the friend zone, which is the first book. So you have to read them in order. Otherwise it will, things will get spoiled for basically just for the second one, like one and two. Um, but yeah, so I think so. The second one, I think this, whatever the um, draft of it has been around for a while. But yeah, oh man, that second what's, one. Woo! What's the what's the order? It's the friend, friend zone. zone, happy ever after playlist, playlist and, then and then life's too short is life's too short. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they're good. Um, okay, let's talk about porn star. Um, okay. Should we read, just like read the description? We can, or I can give like just a, like a synopsis. Yeah, just give a yeah. synopsis actually. Yeah. yeah, so Porn Star is about a girl named Debbie and a guy named Logan, and they are both porn stars. Um, so she is about 20. He is about, I want to say 28 or 29. I kind of forgot his age. And he's kind of like a veteran of this. And she's only done a few scenes. Um, and they are both like, 
the, the way the book goes about the porn is, industry is a very like progressive view of like actually talking about the horrible aspects of it, which is, which, which is I great. And I love because I didn't want it to be like, just, oh yeah, they're just porn stars. And we're not even going to talk about the mm-hmm. shitty industry that they work in. Yeah. Um, and so they, Debbie or da- Davy, I kind of still don't know how to pronounce her name. I say Debbie. Um, and I read I mean, Debbie in my head, but yeah, me too. I think it's, I think it's Davy, but same thing. Um, Davy and Logan, they meet at this like industry party. Um, and he kind of like becomes like enamored with her and she's also like kind of enamored with him, but they don't really say, and they start making, uh, they start working together under the guise of, oh, like we're just doing this for work. We're not really mm-hmm. in a relationship. And what they do is like, they, they pretend to be a couple and they film themselves like going on dates and, uh, making that into like a movie slash series that they post. Um, and it becomes like really popular, um, because of like how authentic it is and how strongly they feel about each other. Mm -hmm. Um, and it kind of like spirals into them actually having feelings about each other, which you kind of know is going to happen. Like it's so obvious. Um, so I, love this story for so many reasons one being that the female character is is she's half persian half white and two she is like she's strong in a way where it's not like yeah i'm i'm, I'm strong and i don't i no one's gonna get you know gonna get past me like i'm here it's more like mm-hmm. she's strong but she's a gentle soul that's how i feel felt about her um, and the, the main, like the guy character, I really like because he's also like, he has this like bad qualities, but it's not where they like, they try to like, just brush them under the rug. That's how, like, that's kind of like how I felt about it. Um, and I just absolutely love like the intimacy of the sex scenes and Georgia, I told you this and Sam, like, I don't know how if you felt that safe in the same way too, the intimacy of the sex scenes I loved because it could have been so easy for them to just write trashy scenes in a book that where the porn industry is the background. But I really, mm-hmm. really love that they wrote these scenes that were so like intimate and so like sweet. And like, obviously there's other parts where it's like not intimate and sweet, which is totally fine. Um, but the intimacy and like the, the love they had for each other always showed through those, the, the, the love scenes. And I, and I just loved that. And I just, I just, like loved their relationship because it wasn't like a, Oh, like they're actually going to end up together. To me, I didn't get the sense that they would, when I first read it, I kind of thought that they wouldn't because I didn't think spoiler alert that he would leave the industry for her. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know, Sam, if you, if you got to that, he does leave. He like later, he goes to her school and goes, Oh, like I'm here to pay tuition. And she's like, I don't need you to pay my tuition. And he's like, I'm paying my tuition. He transferred to her school and is yeah so I know that part is so cheesy to me so cheesy I was like are you kidding me and I I want to elaborate more on the ending because there's a there's like an aspect of this that I don't I'm like annoyed and I don't like but we'll, we'll talk about it more is it is it the name <laughs> no, no it's I not hated the, that it's not the name so Sam I don't know if you got to this part I don't think you did because it's literally at the very end 
his real name okay she's going she she look she works like in the school's office so she's gonna help him pay his tuition so he gives her his card okay and then she looks up his records and he says she goes what's your last name and he goes johnson and she's like oh why did you change your last name like that's a great name for a porn star and his first name are you ready are you ready sam his first name is Dwayne. Dwayne johnson no yeah <laughs> that i was like I can't. <laughs> I just gotta pretend that didn't happen in the book. I literally, I, mean, I like, put, I that was also my reaction to his porn name. <laughs> <laughs> like old old name yes, like, yes. I, right, that's what. So I'm funny. So, um, so the part that I didn't like was I kind of didn't like that he left the industry. Hmm, I don't interesting. Like, I don't, I guess I don't like when it's either the woman or the man, when they give up like a huge part of them to Mm. be with someone. I understand that like in other stories that makes sense, but I just didn't like, because you know how like, and Sam, you've read to the point where she like gets, she gets upset because she's like, I don't know if I can be with you because you're going to be in scenes with other women, which I like get that. But at the same time, it's like, you're in that industry. It's just going to happen but I totally get why she had a problem with it because she wasn't all in, in mm-hmm. that like part of work that he was. I do think though, like what was, what made me okay with it a little bit is that they both came to those decisions, like independently of each other almost, because it did seem like he got to the point where he was making the decision not for her necessarily, but for That's himself. True. And he was okay. Like if it meant, even if they didn't end up together, he was still like fine with it. And so that's what I'm okay with that. I don't yeah. like it when it's like, I'm giving this up for you. You have to yeah. now love me. No, you're, you're actually <laughs> like, right. You're actually, you just like me think about it in a different way because yeah. in the end he does say, she goes, you moved all the way. She's like, you you came to all the school, like the school mm-hmm. for me. And he's like, no, I came to the school for me. I moved to Texas for you. And yeah. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> so me. that so, I was um, okay with. Yeah. I like, yeah, actually that makes me like, uh, think about it in like a different way. And I honestly think like their, um, the idea that they had of like, oh, like we're just going to record ourselves like going on dates and then mm-hmm. see where it leads because it doesn't start off with them doing sex scenes together right away I think they don't even say they don't get to it until like the second or third no I think they like episode. kiss in the first one yeah, yeah yeah so I I really like that I thought that was like such a great idea um and like such a cute way of like making it more authentic mm-hmm. um but yeah tell me what you guys thought about like you know their love their story like the scenes all that stuff I definitely agree about the characters I thought I especially liked her mm-hmm. as a character yeah. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought she was just, she was really interesting and very, yeah, I don't know. She's very just like real. I guess it is like, they felt real in that way. I yeah. thought it was really interesting. The like setting up of a relationship on like within the porn industry and within mm-hmm. the guise of what they were doing, which was creating. Yeah like this porn version of themselves while also like there's the reality. So that kind of double side was really interesting, especially when it comes to like their conversations about monogamy and about intimacy Mm -hmm. and about the way that sex defines relationships and all that kind of stuff. I thought it was really interesting because I think that um, there's so many different versions of romances, whether it's like 
people who write closed door romances mm -hmm. or people who write like erotica, <laughs> like yeah. that's the spectrum basically. Literally. And so I thought this one was a really interesting, like, I thought there was a lot of interesting kind of underlying conversations that were going on in terms yeah. of the way that sex works in relationships and how people navigate that. And especially as we like get into this more modern world where people are questioning monogamy or kind of yeah. moving past the kind of cookie cutter definition of what it means, like whether that means you're in an open relationship or, um, you know, you're, I don't know, in a poly, what is it's poly? Polyamorous. Polyamorous. Poly yeah. yeah. Polyamorous, yeah. Like if you're doing that kind of stuff or whatever, like it is, it is really interesting. I think, um, yeah, the name thing was just like, I'm, I can't, I, that the book is cut off. Like I'm not, that is not part. <laughs> I'm not, this not. In we'll my... just cut that part out of the ending. Yeah. Cause I hated that, but yeah, the rest, like I, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. I thought, the sex was a lot. So I will say yeah. for people, like, if you don't like a super sexy book, this is not for you. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> smutty. Yeah. Um, which I get again is like another conversation about like different reading styles and yeah, like what sure. you prefer to read. And then also like, um, yeah, I guess what you're expecting from a book almost. I was like, I was fine with it. At yeah. a few points, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, again? <laughs> but it was, but I thought it was interesting because that's what they were trying to do. You know, yeah. like it didn't yeah. feel like, I guess in the sense that I would say, like my critique isn't that there was too much sex for the sake of like, they wanted to be kind of sensationalist. Yeah. That's like what they were trying to do. And so I yeah. got that. Yeah. So that, that I definitely, yeah, I think for me, it was just the stuff about monogamy. I have a, I pulled a quote that we can read later, but I thought yeah. that was really interesting. Yeah. Sam? What did you think? Yeah. Sam? I did. So obviously I did not finish it. Yeah. Um, Which is not okay. For, not for any, like I'm intend to finish it. I just didn't yeah. finish it. Recorded. Yeah. Um, but I agree with Georgia that I thought the frame, the setting of it, made it possible for that underlying thought process about monogamy and the role of sex in your relationship. Yeah. Um, in terms of the smuttiness of it. So I have not read anything else by Laurelyn Page before, but I have read other stuff by Sierra Simone before. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely on the smuttier side. Yes. Um, have, you read like, her, uh, have you read the priest one? That no, I haven't. It was, <laughs> okay. like, uh, it was like an anthology that was called Duke. I'd like to have. So. Okay, okay, that priest one. Honestly, I am going to hell as like a Catholic. Like I'm going to hell for reading it. It's so good. Like I'm not even. Gonna oh my god, it. it's such a good one. But anyway, I just had to ask you if you read that one. Sam, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> I haven't read that one, but like, she has a knack for writing good sex scenes. She does. She um, really does. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's not like, you know, it's like, it's well done for the framework of the book. Like yeah. you said, so it's not forced. Um, but you definitely have to like either like that style or like, even if you like it, I think you kind of have to be in the mood for it. Yes. Yeah. You, you're, it is a lot, I will say. But you also have to remember like the way I thought about it is 
there were sex scenes that they filmed for their series and yeah exactly they were intimate outside of Mm -hmm. that so that's kind of like that's kind of like where I was like okay like I'm accepting this even though it's a little excessive I accepted it because it it the sex scenes that were outside of their series had an effect on how they filmed their mm-hmm. scenes for the series yeah. so it was like part of the story so that's why I was like yeah. I like accepted it but you're right it was a little bit much but yeah no but I don't even think it's necessarily a bit much it's just that yeah. if I mean like if you're if that's what you're looking for like sometimes you just want a book that has really good sex yeah. scenes and, and they're really and good this too. is like, it that's good, that's, <laughs> yeah that's the book for you yeah no they're but, really good you know there wasn't anything that was I thought like overtly gratuitous so it was yeah. kind of like we talked about this for the idea of you but like every scene kind of had a purpose maybe not like in the sense of intimacy the mm-hmm. way it was done in idea of you but like it's still further the plot yeah no that's yeah. very true I that's why I was like so excited for you guys to read this book because I feel like maybe I've read so much like smutty scenes from books that maybe like my brain just like is so desensitized by them that I think anything any of them are like interesting because they're all different like every author you read writes sex scenes differently than the previous author you read so I'm like really excited to hear your guys's point of view on it because they could have been shitty. But I'm again, I'm so desensitized by bad sex scenes that I'm just like, whatever. Unless it's really, really, really bad, like obviously bad, where I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, this is garbage, which I've read those before. I'm just desensitized because but for me, I was like, maybe I was like, maybe they're not good. And I'm just thinking that they are, but I really, these are like some of my favorite sex scenes in any. No, she they're they do a really good job. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. do a really good yeah. job. And it's yeah. also, I'm I'm always fascinated by dual author books. Yeah. Because sometimes you can tell that it's switched writers. Really? Because I can't, but tell me how you can, I, again, I can't like in some, in it. some books I can tell. Yeah. This one I couldn't. Okay. And in some it's because they switch off on like narration. So yeah, someone will okay. write, someone will write. Yes, the that's true. That's male true. point of view and someone will yeah. write. Oh, the Christina Lauren books are written, right? Like, I think so. Usually like one does like the guy and one does yeah, the girl. Yeah, one does the girl. Um, so you can like, sometimes you can pick up on it. Um, yeah. In this one, you couldn't at all, I know, which I think I, yeah. is so interesting. Um, but yeah, no, the writing, the writing was really good. And I think that's, that's what makes it so that it's not, that that it's not too much yes in that way like it's not I guess what I'm trying to say it's it's like they're not because there's like the porn kind of realm around Mm -hmm. them it could feel so grimy in a way yes I was gonna say it easily went that way but they don't do that and I think part of that too is that they do do a good job of drawing the boundaries of being like this is the reality of working yeah. in porn industry, which for Debbie uh, includes her almost having to film with someone who was very yes. awful and very. terrible. Um, and for him, like dealing with kind of the actual physical business side and those mm-hmm. kind of things. And so there's a separation and it does really challenge you to think about, to think about sex in that way, because I think we're so preconditioned to read romances is just being like very like oh like they're getting into yeah. it and that's so cute but in no, this it's that's, like yeah that's their job yeah and so trying to figure that out I just yeah I thought that was just a super interesting way to instigate that conversation and that kind of evolution in someone yeah. um and how he in particular 
uh, change, like that made a decision essentially that yeah. he wanted to stop and he wanted to stop because uh, he wanted to choose to do so for her, yeah. for him, for her. Yeah. If that makes sense. No. And you kind of really made me, um, you made me rethink my feelings about him leaving because you're absolutely right. It wasn't like she told him she was leaving and then Mm. he was like, okay, like she, like, or she told him she was leaving and then he was like, okay, like I'll stop. Like we'll be together. It wasn't like that, which I think is a lot better. Mm -hmm. Um, and then um and you're right he did it for himself and he kind of was already iffy about it in the first place like he kind of was more on the business side of it like you said and he didn't really want to be like or he 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 wasn't more he wasn't so interested in being on in front of the camera mm-hmm. um so I really I really like that he uh that you're like I didn't even think about that until now and I've read the book like literally three times so yeah that, that's like a great perspective he came to that decision on his own once he got all his stuff settled and it wasn't just like okay fuck it I'm just leaving just to be with this girl yeah because that means he truly loved her because he thought about it and it wasn't just like oh I'm doing this just to do it I really want to be with her and in this in in the same time at the same time he was bettering himself because he was leaving to go to school and do all this uh this other stuff so yeah I actually really like that now that I think about it so I'm glad we're ta- we're having this conversation because you just made me like change my perspective on that well, whole part of the story well and it's also like for them it's pretty complicated because like god the the buzzword right now is sex positive because bachelorette yeah. is on and that's all anyone's saying on that fucking show and Skipping, no one understands what sex season. positive actually means <laughs> like they just think it means horny like that's not what it means um but in trying to write a sex positive book and also be like really realistic about the porn industry it's pretty hard to then have your main character like leave porn Mm -hmm. in a way that isn't like porn is dirty and grimy and I'm ashamed and I'm embarrassed and like all these things but to do it in a way that's like no I'm just moving on with my life like I'm yeah. just making this decision. And so that was also pretty like, that was an impression, like that's a hard needle to kind of thread as you're trying to tell mm-hmm. this story. So probably helped having two authors. <laughs> I know. No, for real. I and I think that. they, yeah, I think they did it really well actually, because they, they have two of them leaving, not just one. Mm-hmm. So that honestly was like really, uh, and not in a way of being like, oh yeah, this industry, this industry is disgusting, blah, blah, blah. Because these two women aren't really in the porn industry. They're not part of it. Mm-hmm. So we can't really like, if they were writing that kind of book, we would, we would be okay with it because they're writing from their own perspective yeah. and their own experiences. But they are two outsiders who are ta- re- uh, writing about this industry that they're not a part of. So mm-hmm. for them to very like, say like, hey, we know this industry sucks, but also not going to disrespect the people who are part of it by saying it's all shitty because we don't know. We just mm-hmm. know we just know what we know and this is how we're handling it. And I think they did it really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the quote that I pulled is from yeah. like his realization, basically. Okay. It's when he kind of realizes... Because after she breaks up with him, I think he still films another scene. He does. Yes. Yeah. And so he does that. And then he like has his like moment, his epiphany. 
And he has yes. this whole thing, like this internal monologue. And he says, um, do, 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 do. I close out the footage and paste it on my office, running my hands through my hair. It doesn't make any sense to me, any part of my life right now. I'm wrecked emotionally and mentally and spiritually, but I can still get hard for other women, still come for them. How is that? Is it because, like I told Tanner all those weeks ago, porn stars have a more evolved concept of love and can separate it from sex? Or is it because I'm a man and men are wired to fuck indiscriminately? No, I don't think that's it either. And not only because Tanner would rant for hours about gender essentialism, essentialism, if I told him I'd even considered that last one as a reason. No, what I still think is that maybe I've been asking the wrong question of myself, not how I can still fuck other women, but why. Maybe men and women aren't naturally wired to be monogamous. Maybe anyone can turn off their brain and their heart and let their bodies respond to presented stimuli. But maybe that's what makes relationships different and special. Maybe that's why people have given up their sexual freedoms for the last several millennia in order to bind themselves to someone else. Because it's the sacrifice, the continued and repeated choosing of one person over all others in the world that makes a relationship stand apart, that makes a relationship significant and rare and unique. So the real question is, why do I choose to share myself with other women when I only want to share myself with Debbie? And that's A, really good writing. <laughs> and B, it's just like, that's his moment. And it's a really interesting, yeah, reflection on what it actually means to be in a relationship with someone. I love that. I've read so, it so really many good. times, but having you read it out loud is like so great. I love that quote because I really love that quote. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's so great because it be it not just only tells you his thoughts, but it also encompasses so many thoughts about that subject from different like like anyone anyone could relate to any one thing that he said in there. Mm-hmm. And I really really like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I really like that quote. And that is great writing. That's like awesome. That's really that's really good writing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, I really. Sam, did that. you? Um, Sam, did you like? Because I know me and Georgia said we liked her. Did you like the main character as much as we did? Like in terms of like how of her as a person and like what she her actions and things like that. Like, what did you think about her? Um. Sorry. Nope. Jeff was opening a snack bag in the background. <laughs> um, I, like for where I am so far, I do really like her. Yeah. Um, I thought, I think the character is just like really well-written. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say this, like, I, I don't want to spoil it for you, but you're, you're going to end up liking her no matter, like there's yeah nothing she does will make you be like, okay, yeah, you fucking suck. Yeah. Um, no, she's, yeah, she's really good. Um, I really like her. I really like the idea of, so I'm obviously, I'm Middle Eastern, but I'm not Persian. So I really like was like the idea that she's, her dad is Iranian and she's, her mom is white. And I was like thinking like, was there ever an instance where a Persian dad and who has a daughter who would be okay with his daughter going into the adult film industry? I thought about that the whole time and I read this book three times literally three like I'm not exaggerating and I still can don't have an answer as to if that would be okay in real life because the one Middle Eastern porn star who was big for like a tiny amount of time Mia Khalifa Mm -hmm. she's Lebanese um one she barely made any money from the movies that she did and two she was completely like uh freaking like outcasted by like 
the Middle Eastern community, not just Lebanese people, like everyone was calling her all sorts of names because like in our culture, talking about sex is such a big deal. Thinking about sex is such a big deal. Talking about it is an even bigger deal. And doing something like that, like porn, holy shit, like you will never talk to your family ever again. They will disown you. They will not talk to you. You will be slut shamed to oblivion until the day you die. You can literally find the cure for cancer, every cancer in the world, but you did porn and that's it. Like you are not coming back from that. So I always like thought about that. And like, I'm pretty sure there are, and I should have researched this, but I'm pretty sure there are people who are like, Uh, Middle Eastern or from those cultures who might be in the film industry they might be men though let's be real yeah it might be men um so I just like thought about that but I love I love that she made they they, that they made her um half Persian half white um I love like because obviously I'm all about like representation and stuff and that character like and at first I like had to take a step back and I was like okay like Cool. she's a porn star and she's brown like is this not like a hypersexualization of um a woman who is you know of like could be deemed an exotic culture um and then I like thought about it and I was like she's so well written and she's they basically like put like bubble wrap around her and took care of her throughout the whole book that it wasn't an exploitation of who she was and mm-hmm. an exploitation of her culture and I really, really liked that. Um, again, like I'm, I'm thinking of like, if I read this and they said she's Iraqi, she's half Iraqi, half white, like how would I feel about it? And I would, I like wouldn't have no issues with it. Like mm-hmm. I would obviously love it because she's such a good character and I would have no problem with that being in a book. And I would absolutely love it because she, she also combines like a little parts of her culture in there too, or they combine parts of her, her culture in there and they put them in, not in a way to be like, oh yeah, this is like a, such a stereotypical thing about her culture. We're just going to throw it in there. It was very mm-hmm. like done sensitively. And I really like that, especially because as far as I can tell, both of the, none of the authors are Persian or anything like that. So she's also like bisexual. So yeah, that's also, yeah, pretty... that's another aspect about her. Yeah. 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 And like her parents cool. were like accepting. Of, like, well, his were too, weren't they? His parents were accepting yes. too, weren't they? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was a lot too. of yeah. yeah really accepting yeah um it's really interesting because I actually I, there's two books that I read within the last year that are by Rosie Dannon one's called The Roommate I think I told you about this Russia one's called you The Roommate about it and I always want to get it and I always stop myself from getting it so yes you have told yeah me about one's called The Roommate and one's called um The Intimacy Experiment and The Roommate I had no idea that it was about porn (laughs) I just was like oh it's these two people and they live together and I started reading it and it is true like this girl she moves in with this guy but he turns out to be a porn star yeah and so it was interesting because that was the first time I ever read something that involved porn and then the second book is also about um a porn star but it's from a female perspective and it's yeah it's I I just find it to be a fascinating setting um me too particularly like if we're going to be honest, like with OnlyFans and with like all these things, like a lot of people are doing this stuff. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's that kind of stuff, which is funny because this book is so clearly published before that, <laughs> like way any of that. the rise of way that kind before. of stuff. 
Like they um, could have easily done this on OnlyFans. One hundred percent, they could have yeah. done this. Like, this would have been just been a couple. Because yeah. actually, like now I'm kind of actually when I finished reading it, I thought I wonder when OnlyFans came along if they would have like started up an account and just like I, do it. I because... would say yes. I would one hundred. I would say they one hundred percent did. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's the happy like, ending. <laughs> I know, right? Literally. I I read um. Um, I read two, I read, I want to say I read another two books in the porn industry. Um, I think two. Yeah. One of them was like very, I think they were like two in one. Like I bought, I got both of them was on Kindle. Was it on Kindle? No, it was free. And then Mm. they like came in two. And one of them was about a girl who write, who was writing an article about the porn industry and she talks to and she's a virgin and she's never done anything Mm. and she is writing about um the porn industry and kind of like how it's horrible and it's whatever and then this um this male actor like finds out about it and is like that's because you've never done it so you don't know anything and then they like start a relationship and he starts like Mm. teaching her things and then the other one which I think I don't know I don't even know if I finished because I found it awkward but it was about a girl whose stepbrother was a porn star and she like liked him and they like have always liked each other. And he has like a stepmom who's like horrible. And it's, it's, it was, it was so dramatic. The whole like, thing. <laughs> yes. So those two that I read, I have never had read one that was as intimate and as well written as mm-hmm. so yeah. I yeah um that one that one is just so very like mm-hmm. so well above the other ones that I've read so. yeah I definitely agree yeah. it's yeah. a good choice yeah I'm so glad I'm so oh sorry what am I doing I don't want to share screen sorry so um, <laughs> yeah sorry I didn't mean to do that okay. um so I I'm so glad you guys liked it I hope Sam finishes it um mm-hmm. but yeah I was so excited for you both to read it because I was so nervous I was like what if this sucks and I just like don't know um because I just like have been I'm just so in like taken by like how great this the uh the scene the, the sex scenes were like they were so mm-hmm. good and well written and it wasn't like oh yeah, here's a sex scene. We're just going to sprinkle it in because these two porn stars are always yeah. ready to go. Yeah. Um, so I really liked that. No, it was really good. Yeah. I yeah. definitely really liked that. Yeah, I'm so glad. Yeah. So now next is your book. My correct? turn. <laughs> yes. Mine is, Um, I think it's actually pretty closed door now that I think okay. of it. So it'll be yeah. interesting. Um, You probably will cry while reading it. <laughs> I love crying during books. So I cried perfect. when reading it, but I also like tend to read really late at night. So I'm yeah. like extra emotionally, like, you know. Well, I'm always emotional. So <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, especially sensitive. Um, oh, yeah. So the next book that we are going to be reading is, oh my God, I don't remember the name of it. It's the one you sent me. I'm trying to think. Oh my God. It's my K.A. Tucker. Oh my God. What the fuck is it called? What's the one you sent me? The Simple Wild. The next book. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So the next book we're going to be reading is The Simple Wild by K.A. Tucker, who's a Canadian author. Um, The book is The Girls from Toronto, but it's set in Alaska. Um, And it's one of my favorite books. I reread it all the time. 
it has a sequel. The sequel's not as good, but this first one is just like, I love it. I love the hero in it. I love the main girl. Like it's just all good. It's entirely from her perspective. So um, that's another interesting thing. And yeah, it's going to be good. I'm super excited. I'm excited to read it. I'm excited to read that and the hating game. Yes. So I'm excited for both. The hating game is also like, okay, first of all, it's like a very good enemies to lovers. Yes. Like very good. Is that being made into a movie or TV show? If I remember. Movie. Lucy Hale's playing the girl. Oh, yes. You told me that. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's going to be, do you know if it's going to be like Netflix or something? I have no idea. It's already shot. They shot it like last winter. Okay. Which is funny because I'm pretty sure it's set in Australia, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to definitely read it before the movie comes out. So I can. Yeah. Yeah. Do it'll, I feel like it will probably be on like Netflix or Hulu or something because no one makes rom-coms anymore. (laughs) They've died a very sad death. Except for like the Christmas ones on Hallmark. Yeah, except for Hallmark. (laughs) They do actually have like a channel that makes these kind of romances. Are you serious? What's it called? I can't remember now. Uh, Just called like rom-coms? No, it's not even rom-coms. They just make um, TV. (laughs) It's just saying this so funny. TV channel for fashion flicks. What that exists? You've never heard of this? No. Yeah, they literally take. Um, passion flicks focuses on releasing original film adaptations from best-selling romance novels. Are you serious? I'm not kidding. How is this passion flicks? Oh, can you subscribe to this? I don't know. But can they, you not? They... Wait, this is amazing. Oh, it is. It is a subscription thing. It says it's available through Amazon Prime for a free seven day trial, and then you have to pay five ninety nine a month. I don't really recognize any of the books. Yeah, I recognize like... some of the authors, like Vi Keeland and Emma Chase. I definitely and Jill Shalvis. I definitely recognize, but I've never read any of the books. But yeah. See, yeah. Oh my God. How did I not know this freaking existed? Are you kidding me? So funny. So, Sylvia Day, which I've heard of. Yeah. It sounds like a total joke. Passion flicks. <laughs> no, literally. This sounds like something that I would have came up with if I was smart. I could be making so much money right now. Yeah. We got to make, we got to make the bride quartet into a series. It's our goal. Oh my God, please. I will die the day that happens. I, I can see it becoming a Netflix series so much. Like I need to write to them and be like, what are you doing? Like, come yeah. on. I feel like Netflix is the perfect space for these movies because it's it like, because- I could see that people don't want to necessarily go into a theater, but these are the movies yeah. that people want to watch at home with yes. some friends or, you know, just like by themselves, probably 100%. on Friday night. That's why I asked you like, oh, is this going to be on Netflix? Because in my mind, this is like, an I haven't even yeah. read the book. And I'm like, this is like a Netflix movie. Like, Yeah. Well, and yeah. Netflix supposedly was like bringing back the rom-com last year with. Yeah. With like, well, you, have you seen Set It Up? No, I have not. It's really good. It's with. I don't like the guy. <laughs> 
okay, listen, I don't, I don't find him attractive. I know. I know. Listen, I, I am right there with you, but he's so good in this. It's actually really cute and endearing. And I love it. I guess I'll it's really good. I do love Zoe Deutsch. She's I very do too. good. I like her. I think she's good. Nepotism sometimes is good. Um, <laughs> and um, another a rare one, case, a rare occasion, as we talk about nepotism. Um, there's this movie called The Holiday with Emma Roberts and this one guy who I think is so good looking, but everyone is like, not really. He's okay, <laughs> but he's but he's Australian, so that's why I think mm. he's good looking. Um, it's called The Holiday, and they basically agree to be each other's dates to all her family's like holiday parties okay like, yeah Valentine's Classic. Day, St. Patrick's Day yeah. Christmas Thanksgiving July 4th like even July 4th is a thing it's actually really good and I really really like it mm. um but everyone was like this movie sucks and I'm like oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this so, brings yeah, this I... brings us right back to like when we first bonded, which was over that stupid fucking movie, 365 Days. Is that how we bonded? Oh no, so. oh no. Wait, they're filming the sequel. Did I We were both you? like, yeah. Yeah. Because we were yes. both like, what the fuck did we just what watch? And you know what the funny thing is, is that a lot of the books that I read, like when I'm like, if they made this into a movie, this would be just like that. <laughs> like holy shit that's like embarrassing on my part no I'm literally still like, convinced yeah. that they were just actually having sex in a bunch of those scenes I that scene on the boat that really yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no way there's no way oh my god the scene where she falls off the boat. <laughs> my favorite my favorite movie moment of all time like, it's it's like she just face planted and you can tell it's fake if you could tell that it's either a dummy or like a, an extra like doing amazing this. it's so funny oh my god oh, i'm definitely so gonna watch the sequel i really hope his acting gets better because i cannot hear him say baby girl in that accent baby anymore. girl baby girl <laughs> It's so bad. <laughs> yeah. it, like, so it took me such a, like, it made me so angry because I'm like, okay, this is because he plays like a mafia guy. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, don't ruin this trope for me, motherfucker. Don't you dare. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that I was like, uh, in the broadcast group chat, I was like, oh, I'm watching this movie. It's kind of interesting. And I was like, oh, there's actually some interesting stuff about consent. And it's like pretty consensual. And then the plane scene happens where he literally say, just like forces her, forces her to give him a blowjob. And I'm like, abort, abort. Consent is not <laughs> happening in this movie. No, <laughs> not at so all. Bad. Not at all. Mm. Okay. That's so funny. Ah, so funny. I'm gonna watch the sequel for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I'm so glad we finally got to do this. By the way, you can edit yeah. this out. Um, <laughs> I'm just yeah, leaving I'm this as <laughs> is. I don't care. <laughs> I know that's so funny. If people oh, don't like God. it, our 40 listeners are gonna be just. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. Oh, uh, okay. Thank yeah. you for listening, everyone. Um, Sam did leave because her parents showed up. In case you wondered why she just stopped. Why it's just me and Georgia. It's just Russia and I now. That's so funny. And yeah, so thank you for listening. Go read Porn Star. Um, yes. if you're into very sexy books, it's a very good one. Or you know what? If you're an aspiring um romance writer and you have trouble writing sex scenes, read this book. It's that, pretty, this is a really yeah, good this one. This is a really good one. Um sure. and then yeah, join us hopefully not in two months hopefully not sooner two. than that um yeah. while we read the simple wild by k.e tucker um which 
is on it's not on kindle unlimited you have to buy it but it's not too expensive so definitely do that and we will see you guys next time for fuck you bye everyone bye